Devin's Show. This is the Uncle Devin's Show. Come on! Uncle Devin's Show. Do you want to have some fun? Yeah, yeah. You want to learn something too? Yes, we do. Now this is what you do. I love I Mondays because um, we have the Uncle Devin show. And, um, and but you know what? And, you, and the way of looking at it is if you didn't have Mondays, you wouldn't really be able to appreciate your Friday. So welcome to WOL 1450 AM. I am the drum cushionist. And today's show, again, is uh, brought to you by I Am We Nation Radio, the first 24-7 online children's music radio station uh, that brings you the best in family music and providing global beats for little feet. Um, you can go to IamWeNation.com. That's IamWeNation.com for more information. And for those who are not familiar with our show, I, uh, this show has been on for about a year and a half, and we've been focusing on and are dedicated to helping parents, teachers, and guardians understand the importance that music plays in a child's development and how you can take back control of your children's music listening experience, sort of what we call getting rid of music adultification. You know, that's where we force children to listen to inappropriate adult music instead of age-appropriate and, and culturally relevant music. And that's what this show is about. So we introduce to you artists from around the world who are doing marvelous things, uh, not just artists, but educators, teachers, parents, children, anyone that does anything positive that's uh, reflected in our children um we will bring it to you now today we got a wonderful show in the second half of my show uh today we're gonna i mean i i'm getting to the studio a little late because i was outside feeding my my face um uh here in this in silver spring over at the whole foods there's a restaurant that we my wife and i discovered uh, about a month ago and it's called plant burger but it's spelled p-l-n-t burger and we went in there casually eating up some food and we were like wait a minute this was absolutely phenomenal uh phenomenal um food so we're gonna have uh, one of their representatives um Joni Goldman to come um and he's the director of marketing um the strategic marketing for plant uh burger and we're going to talk a little bit about this whole phenomena of the plant-based industry but how it impacts children so today we're going to talk a little bit about healthy foods for healthy children um as we move forward and and also we are going to um you know have him coming to us about a halfway through but right now um, i'm honored to have um your brother i think he's calling from calling us from Los Angeles, although I think he has some roots over here in the East Coast. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, he is a phenomenal artist. Um, he's a phenomenal, um, I guess he's done a number of things in his career that we're going to talk a little bit about. And so I'm honored to be able to have on the show uh, Little Reggie. Welcome to the Uncle Devin Show. Oh, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Man, I'm doing great, brother. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good, man. Blessed to be here. All right. Always, always. And um, so you are in, 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 is it in L.A. or are you in another part of California? No, L.A. Okay. You are in L.A. All right. How long you been out there? Consistently since about 2012. Before then was back and forth from 2008 till then. Okay. Okay. And so now you're originally from Baltimore. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah, well, what part of Baltimore? 
West Side, yeah. North and Long. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we when we talked before, I was telling you I got a little little roots there. I went to uh University of Maryland, Baltimore County, but spent a lot of time uh in um in Baltimore and one of my f- the favorite bookstore uh, is my friend's bookstore, Everyone's Place Cultural Arts Center over here on North Avenue. Yeah, still North there. Pennsylvania, right? Yep, still, uh-huh. still there doing their thing. And uh, and we actually started. He actually started selling books out of his car when we were in college. And um, wow. And so at one point they were the number one seller and distributor of black owned books in the country. I don't know if that's still the case, but that certainly was a little while ago. So Reggie, tell us a little bit about yourself now. What, um. I know that you're an artist. We're going to talk a lot about that. I'm going to play a little bit of your music before too long, but tell us a little bit about your, your travels. I know you're coming out of Baltimore, but how did you get to L.A.? And, um, you know, what, what do you want the, uh, the people to know a little bit about you? Um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't actually come out here to L.A. for music or writing. Okay. I came, I came to L.A. because my children were out here. Right. And there was some, thing, there was some things going on so where I had, to get, I had to fight to get custody of them. Mm-hmm. So, once that happened, my music career had to like take a back seat. Mm-hmm. Everything took a back seat to raising them. Right. And then, and in the midst of me doing that, I had a business partner that came to me and presented an idea to me to do something for kids called Hip Hop on Phonics. Well, at that time, it wasn't even named yet. Mm-hmm. He just wanted he want he wanted me to write like an ABC song, and mm-hmm. that ABC song turned into a lot of the things that I sent you over the past two weeks. Yeah. Books. Yeah other educational songs and things like that. Okay. Now, when now how long ago was that when you when when you first wrote your first song, would you say? Well, my first kid song or just song in general. Well, first first kid song and then we'll come back and talk about your your oh, music before. Okay. Okay, um, 2012. Okay, you say 2012. Okay, yeah, we about to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I started writing in 2007, but I didn't really take it seriously until about 2011, 2012, getting the business and realizing that there was an industry for this. I mean, what have you discovered since you first started doing this? I mean, what was were you surprised by the reaction? And what was your reaction when you first started um, going in this direction? I was very surprised because, as you just said, I didn't even know there was a market I didn't know the market was this big for kids' music. Okay. I had no, I, I had no, I didn't even know you could win Grammys for kids' music. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like I, my eyes have been opened up to a whole new thing, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm still shocked by it, actually. Yeah, yeah, and you know, but and and one thing that 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 we've been pushing is to get. Uh, some of the black-owned uh, award shows to honor it. Because as you mentioned, the Grammys and the Latin Grammys have a category for best children's album. But when you look mm-hmm. at the other ones, like the, whether it's the NAACP Image Awards, the Soul Train Awards, the the BET Image Awards, and um, I may have mentioned that already, and even here at Urban One Honors, there's no category that, that recognizes black excellence in children's music and entertainment. And so we have, a, we have a campaign to really push that, but that's why I'm doing this radio program, so people can hear and learn a lot about people just like you doing what you do. Now, um, now prior to that, so what type of... Um, uh, were you uh, uh, what type of music did you do before that in terms of being an artist? Hip hop. Okay. Hip hop. Uh, all right. Yes. Do, do you still do, you, do you, actually? Yeah, I'm gonna say, do you still do that in, on a, on an adult level at all? Or yes. So so what, what I like to say is I have a <laughs> I have a G a, a rated G side for the kids <laughs> and a more adult side. After right. the kids get out of school, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I, I, t- <laughs> I totally understand. I used to say that if you know, I have the Uncle Devin band, and then I have the 
the children are in bed band, you know, so we, <laughs> we <can> do that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we have to do that, you know, because my thing is I don't want people to think that I'm anti-adult music. No, that's not it. There's a place for everything. But the fact is we force, especially in our community, uh, we force our children to listen to inappropriate adult music. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and the ramifications for it is just tremendous, especially given that it, it appears that in our community, our adult artists, uh, artists, uh, more so than any other culture, just talk about degrading and and filthy things about our own communities as, uh, you know, um, in, in, in a lot of the music. And, of course, that's not all the artists. We know that there are a lot of great artists that do some wonderful music. Uh, some, many are underground. Some are not. And um, so I know you now have moved into this area. And, by the way, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at one 800 Four five zero seven eight seven six. That's one eight hundred four five zero seven eight seven six. We're talking to uh, hip hop artist um, um, Little Reggie, and uh, and and now your tagline. What do you say? Is the hip hop phonics? How, how do you? How, what what do you say about that? And, and and what does that mean? Hip hop on phonics, and we 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 decided to go with that name because, like I said, the first song that I wrote for the company was the ABC song. Okay. And then from that, from that song, we did a song about the blends, like the CLs, the CRs, the BLs. And then from there, it was a noun song and a verb song. So it started out for like, I guess you could say the ages of maybe like three to like seven. But then when the books came, when the books got involved into the whole process, that's when it went a little further than that mm-hmm. because we figured out that we could write books for preschool kids and then we we could also do things for kids in middle school mm-hmm. and even span, span off into high school because high school kids, they may not need the phonics part of it, but high school so high school kids still need lessons too because, you know, they, they deal with a whole different thing than the middle school and elementary school kids deal with. That's right. That's right. Now, so do you do you have a preference for what age group you like to focus on? Um, middle school. Okay. Me, me, me personally, mm-hmm. middle school, mm-hmm. because you know that's that those, those are like the most impressionable ages. I think anyway, Tell that's me about eleven, eleven to thirteen or fourteen. Right. And my my other business partners, they they like to focus more on preschool. Okay. Like to have you know have fun with the younger kids, but I I, I like to get into the minds of the middle school kids, and any way I can help, mm-hmm. I'm there to do it. Right. And, you know, I've struggled with that. Um, You know, when I first started, I was thinking primarily the older children, maybe from nine to 12. Um, They they like my music. But once they get to that age, they're now starting to look uh, and and be a little more adult uh, in terms of um, looking for the the music that their peers are listening to that are in junior high school and high school. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's a totally different thing. And then I noticed that those children within uh, two to five really started gravitating to my work. And so now I'm actually, I generally cover between zero and and, and nine right now. Um, And that's a wide, wide range um, of information. And so now now real quick, we're going to take a break in just a moment, but uh, what's the uh, name, uh, the name of your books? The one book that's out right now is called I See Colors, and that that's you can get that off of Amazon. You can it's, it should be you might be able to get it through the Kindle, and I'm um, also Barnes and Nobles, and that that's definitely geared toward I would say the ages of three to seven. Okay, okay, and, and that, that book is based off of a song called I See Colors, so if you get the book and a song all in the same package. Okay. 
All right, I see colors. Okay, all right. Now you're listening to uh, Little Reggie calling us all the way from Los Angeles, California. Um, but he's based out of uh, the one and only wonderful, lovely city of Baltimore, Maryland. Um, and when we come back, we're going to take a listen to a couple of, of his tracks that we have that that, that I think were the, the quality and everything was just phenomenal. And uh, so that people can know that this music does exist. You're listening to Uncle Devin here on WOL 1450 AM. Coming right back, we're going to listen to a little bit of the music of Lil Reggie. Don't go anywhere. This is the Uncle Devin's show. Come on. Uncle Devin's show. Do you want to have some fun? This is the Uncle Devin's show. Come on. Uncle Devin's show. All right. Do you want to Welcome back fun? to the Uncle Devin show here on WOL 1450 AM. I am your host, the children's drum cushionist, and with the Uncle Devin Show, which is an interactive musical experience for children that uses drums and percussion to cultivate their minds, sort of a dynamic cross between DC's Trouble Funk and Schoolhouse Rock. I want to give a shout out to my engineer today, Jasmine. Welcome. All right. Dynamic cross between DC's Trouble Funk and Schoolhouse Rock. I want to give a shout out to my engineer today, Jasmine. Welcome. All right, good friend of my brothers as well, and um, I, uh, and on the phone line right now we have little Reggie here talking about his book, his music, uh, and all the wonderful things he does uh, centered around uh, using music education, as as he say, um, uh, what, what's your hashtag? Hip hop on phonics, linking education to the next generation. Now. The, so the the last CD that I know one of the songs that you sent me was uh, Count Money, and I love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely love that. Uh, when did you uh, produce that one? That one I would say about 2016, maybe. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that that's wonderful. Count Money. I tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna listen to a little bit of track one. Um, and uh, and then we'll come back and talk. And then um, just want my audience to hear some of your 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 skills. Okay. So we popping it up now. Don't worry about it. All right. If if I if I saved it right, there we go. Oh, whatever. Yes, sir. We um. They they can't hear us. Your name? Yes. Okay. That's just a little bit of it. Uh, count money. I love. It. I love how you spent that. And really, um, it's important to use many different things uh, to help children to count. But definitely, even count money because uh, that's that's very important. So, so what made you? What inspired you to write that song? Personal reasons because math was always a difficult subject for me, and math became easier once I had a teacher use money to help me understand math. Absolutely. So I figured I figured if I could learn that way, 
it may be a little it may be other kids out there that may be able to learn the same way. Right. And I mean, what else is more important? You you need money for everything. Right. Everything. Everything you do, you need money. So mm-hmm. better to teach them young than for them to get become adults and don't know how to count and get cheated out of something. Right. You know, I did a residency at a elementary school for second graders and you know, being a drummer and a percussionist, I use body percussion to help teach them how to recognize their coins and the dollar. You know, like you said, the That's penny, dope. the nickel, the dime, the quarter, and the, and then the half right. dollar. And so with your song now, now that I have, I have a, because I was thinking about writing a song, but I don't need to. Lil Reggie done did it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can get his music on Amazon. Is all your music on Amazon also? Or No, no, no. My the, A lot with what's going to happen is February 1st, mm-hmm. we're going to release, a, we're going to release a Little Reggie slash Hip Hop Morphonics EP. Okay. So that's going to be available on all musical platforms: Amazon Music, Google Play, Tidal, Apple Music. It's going to it's going to be available on all digital platforms. Okay, and in fact, um, if you want to follow Reggie, go to his Instagram page at Little Reggie. That's L I L Reggie. Is that correct? L I L underscore Reggie underscore. Okay, I left the underscore out. L O L I L underscore Reggie. Follow him there. In fact, y'all saw that you had a um, what, what do you call those a uh, you had uh, not a costume, uh, uh, a mascot. Mascot, That's, yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah. that. Yeah, so, so see the mascot, <laughs> the mascot. That's actually Little Reggie. Okay. The voice that like like that that yeah that's actually Lil Reggie the mascot. That's okay. the face of hip hop on phonics. Yeah. That's the guy that that's the guy that connects with all of the kids, all of the school districts. That's Lil Reggie. Okay. Yeah, I love that though. How long have you had that uh, mascot? We've had the mascot since 2014. Man, now do you find that people just hire you out just to bring the mascot out? Yeah, because some about those those mascots are magical. Yes, for birthday parties, graduation parties, school seminars. Yeah, the the, the mascot gets a lot of love and recognition. Yeah, I see some pictures. I saw one with you and Roland Martin. Um, uh, what's the sister name here? Um, Gloria Carrasco. Um, I see uh-huh. all, all types of pictures that you have here. So you get a chance to kind of intermingle with a lot of different people in your in your circles. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Now, do do you find yourself um, is, is doing children and family music uh, your primary means of of uh, making a living, or do you also kind of diversify like many of us? Diversify like everybody yeah. else. You gotta have, but you gotta have your hand in a whole lot of pots nowadays. That's right. You really do. You, you absolutely do. I tell you what, we're gonna take a listen to your other song about uh, bullying. Can you give us a little prep on on uh, the the song about bullying? Yeah, um, out here in L.A. a couple years ago, there was a student that was uh, murdered. At, what, no, he did I'm sorry, let me take that back. He brought a gun to school and, you know, acted out his, his frustration. So somebody from the L.A. school district reached out to us and asked if we could create a bullying song. So we made this song, and it's featuring my homeboy Keith Brown out of Atlanta, another, another super, super dope artist. And we just telling kids all the other things you can be besides being a bully. Okay. All right. This is uh being uh don't be a bully by Lil Lil Reds. Check it out. You can be a doctor, 
you can be a lawyer, you can play sports, or you can be a friend. You can get straight A's in every class and then be the school valedictorian. You can be a leader, be a good example to make everybody want to do their best. You can be a TA, you can be a tutor to help kids study for a quiz or a test. Don't be the mean boy, don't be the mean girl. Do things that make kids sad or scared. Everybody need to show a love and just get along and remember these words right here. That's just a little bit of Don't Be a Bully by Lil Reg. Man, that's great. Now, who was the, was that you doing the lyrics or was that your partner in Atlanta? That was me doing the verses and that was my partner Keith doing the hook. Oh, man, that's nice, man. I, 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 I love that. Uh, I mean, you know, what I listen to a lot is um, for the quality uh, of the production and that quality is great i really want to commend you for that and um and thank I'm, you thank you and i'm going to be adding that to uh the radio station i am we nation radio uh this is uh the first children's music radio station uh pretty much dedicated uh with for children who grew up listening to though i guess the hip-hop and the, you know those in the urban community uh and that song and both of those songs are, are, are just phenomenal songs that are, that i'm gonna um put in there so thanks for sharing that information and um so what so i know you're talking about you got another uh you mentioned about your book and you said you may have another one are you working on another project right now oh no yes it, it, it's actually getting finalized right now in february 1st as well as the ep that's coming out we're going to release a book called the trailblazer project which is i'm super 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 excited about this book mm-hmm. um this book is, is going to be talking about <sighs> the first black cop, the first black lawyer, the first black dentist who was actually where he's actually, he was actually from where you're from in Washington, DC, the first black self-made millionaire, the first black woman to have a NASCAR license. So this book is going to center around those things. And there's going to be a song that comes with that book as well. Mm. February 1st. Okay. I'm super excited to share that with everybody. Okay, absolutely, and, and you know after after it releases, make sure you get back in contact with us so we can let everybody know that it's available, um, because yes, uh, we we need we need books and projects pr- projects like that to succeed, and um, and so again, if someone the best way for them to follow you right now is on your Instagram page, is that correct? Instagram page, yes, and then as well, February first, hiphopmorephonics dot com. Our website will be live again. Okay, yeah, and well, they you- can they can they can also get everything from there as well. And then if you follow Uncle Devin's show, um, and if you send me some information, we'll make sure to post it on our on our page so that uh, listeners will will be able to um, be able to follow that. So um, that that's that's great, Reg. I, I commend you for for the you know uh, the work that you're doing. Now, what type of inspiring words would you have for um, other artists who may want to consider moving in this direction of uh, children and family entertainment? I would just say, if you if you want to give something back, if you want to share your art in more ways than just sharing it with your peers, there's no better way than to share it with the youth because they're going to be the ones that's going to take the torch and be around when we're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. So pour life into them, pour intelligence into them, water the seeds right, and when it grows, it's something you can be proud of. Absolutely. That's great. And I know um, based on information that I remember reading, you actually graduated with, were you an English major, I believe it was? 
English slash journalism from Cotton State University. Okay, that's it wasn't right. Was a university when I was there, over yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, out of Cotton State. Okay. Yeah, and I because I know um, even looking at you, you know, and I really admire the fact that you you recognize what was priority for you that you knew that this was a direction you wanted to go in, but that your family, especially your children, was was more important. Uh, so, how many children do you have? Two, boy and a girl. Okay. Uh, are any of them musically um, going in the same direction, following in their, their daddy's footsteps? You know how that is, man. Kids <laughs> always try to stay out. So they always try to stay out of your shadow. But yeah, I be, I, I I hear both of them at night. My my, my son is in the making beats, and my daughter's in the right. They just don't let me know, but I know. <laughs> uh, now let me ask this: Do you have any plans to um, collaborate with other iconic hip hop artists for future projects focusing on children? Anybody I can. Oh, okay. I want to collab with you. Okay, well we're gonna make that happen. That you ain't got you, yeah. you, ain't, said, you ain't said nothing now, so we're gonna we're gonna make that happen. And um, that, that that question came from a friend of mine up in uh, Ohio. So I I just wanna um, you know I I just think that is great, and the collaboration is important. And, um, in fact, I'm working on a project now, so I may just have to call you and um, see if I can get you to uh, spit a few verbs hey. on, on that as well. Hit me, and I, and I, and I'm actually gonna be in D.C. February 27th okay. until like March 4th. So. Okay. That's Link, man. All right, all right. February 27th. All right, we got that. All right, you've been listening to This is Lil Reggie. Thank you very much for taking some time to be with me today. It is definitely an honor, and I look forward to working with you. And much success on your new project coming out on February 1st. Thanks, Uncle Devin. You take care. All right. Appreciate you having me on. You're more than welcome. That's Little Reg. You can reach him on Instagram at little underscore Reggie. Uh, follow him there, and then um, his website and all will be out on February 1st. Now, when we come back... We listen to uh, healthy music. Now we're going to talk about some healthy foods, and we're going to have um, the marketing director, Jonah Go uh, Goldman, uh, the strategic marketing for Plant Burger. That's going to be in here in just one second. Don't you go anywhere. Come on. Uncle Devin's show. This is the Uncle Devin show. Come on. Uncle, Come on. Uncle Devin's Show. All this right. Is the this is the Uncle Devin Show, and I'm your host, show. Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. I'm not just a drummer. I'm not just a percussionist. I'm a drum cushionist, but I'm also an eater, too. And we have someone here that has been feeding my appetite all day today. And I understand that he brought some food that we can't bring in the studio. We took some pictures, and we're going to be posting those in a minute. But um, all the food is gone now, and I've been in here, so um, I'm going to have to talk to the Radio One staff here. I don't, I don't like all my food being gone. But welcome! I want to welcome to um, to the Uncle Devin Show, uh, Jonah Goldman. He's the director of strategic marketing for a new startup called Plant Burger. Welcome to the Uncle Devin Show. Thank you, thank all you, right. yeah, Uncle Devin. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's it's my pleasure, and I'm so glad that you actually approached me when my wife and I last Monday were um there we had discovered your restaurant a couple of weeks ago and so we go regularly and you and i just started co having a conversation and for those who may be curious now how am i going to make this relationship between children's music and uh food well it's, it's to me it's natural because we talk about healthy foods but then we also have to have healthy music it, it, and it's all about having a healthy uh person but for those who follow my music know that one of my biggest hits is called i like onions Mm -hmm. And they have a blooming onion over, <laughs> over. It's called the blooming, I think, is what it's called um, at the shop. First, first of all, um, uh, Jonah, talk a little bit about um, the the restaurant. How long has it been in establishment, and what role you know, kind of what you what, what role you play there? All right, yeah. 
Um, so we opened our doors on uh, September 12th. And that means today marks a full four months of business. Wow. Yeah. I miss, um, we missed one month. I don't know how we did not see you all there that first month, but we, we, we learned about you around in October, I think it was. Okay. All right. It's just part of it is spreading the word, and uh, mm -hmm. we're in the same place that the old burger bar was in the Whole Foods. So mm -hmm. um, it's tough in a, in a way because we don't have our own brick-and-mortar establishment, but right. uh, we have a great partnership with Whole Foods, and they help incubate our business and support us in terms of those uh, startup costs. So um, we're located in the Whole Foods in Silver Spring in between the sushi bar and the coffee bar. Okay. And talk about your name, Plant, P-L-N-T. No vowels in that. No. Nope. Um, talk a little bit yeah. about that. Yeah. So uh, it's intentionally ambiguous. Mm -hmm. We created the name P-L-N-T. It's uh, the brainchild of Spike Mendelson, one mm -hmm. of the more legendary chefs in the area. Mm -hmm. uh, and the name P-L-N-T is meant to evoke a number of things. It's meant to be plant as well as planet and plenty as well as uh, pleasant, pollinate, really anything that has PLNT and comes to mind mm -hmm. can be related. But our mission is to help more people uh, take part in a plant-based lifestyle, mm -hmm. to help democratize that for everybody, and in turn create a more just and plentiful food system and a healthy and habitable planet for future generations. Well, and that's the connection to children. We, we have to make this place better for the next generation, as you just mentioned. Um, now, talk a little bit about your products before we start talking about um, how do we get children to be attracted to this type of food. But mm -hmm. so, talk about your 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 your, your, your uh, pretty much your menu items and even what you brought in here today. Because what, what type of hot dog was that that I had? So yeah, we're super excited mm -hmm. about our new menu items. Mm -hmm. uh, we last Wednesday launched um, two new dogs, our our Beyond Meat sausages. Mm -hmm. uh, they've been split and griddled. We got a Classic, which is um, sauerkraut and a little bit of relish and mustard on top, mm -hmm. as well as a chili cheese dog, which is just smoky, phenomenal flavor. Um, and we use the Beyond Meat chili that we that we also added to our menu on top of that. Okay. Um, the menu is really based around the American classics. We want to recreate those burgers, those fries, those mm -hmm. shakes, and give people an improved product, actually, without sacrificing anything, rather kind of amplifying that experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, but reimagine and recreate it using only plants. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I'm pretty proud to say that that's, I think, what we've achieved. Uh, and, of course, we keep improving. We keep iterating every day. Um, and our chefs are always looking for, for new ways to do it. But speaking of onions, you know, we got this caramelized onion mm. schmear that goes on every burger. We got those mm. bloomies that you talked about. Mm -hmm. So we got the snacks to kind of back up those mm -hmm. main stars of our menu, which are the burgers. We got mm -hmm. a uh, barbecue make. Um, Bacon mushroom barbecue burger. That's now, just that's my favorite. Oh my smoke. god! Oh my that goodness! Is so good. Yeah. So tasty. And you have um and even some ice cream. Uh, I saw, thought I saw in the menu. That's correct. Yeah, we have another partnership with um, Dolceza Gelato, mm -hmm. which is um another local entrepreneur uh out of uh, Union Market, mm -hmm. and they do around 280 varieties of ice cream throughout the year, and they've made a plant-based soft serve ice cream specifically for us oh wow and i haven't had that yet i will may, i may have to go over there today and and try that so right now you know i, I being one that has been uh, i will say catering to uh, vegetarianism for the last 25 30 years um, i will say 90 percent of my diet is vegetarian i still i'm a pescatarian so i'll still eat some seafood and um and fish and uh, crab or every now and then but um there seems to be an attack um which i believe is being led by the meat industry um, on the plant-based industry saying, well, you know, it's just, it's processed food. So you might as well eat the meat. If you're going to eat anything processed, go ahead and eat the meat. How have you all dealt with that? Or what's been your experience in, um, addressing those types of 
concerns. Yeah, you know, um, the, the, the meat industry has done a phenomenal job marketing, mm -hmm. and they've taken over a huge share of food in our diet. They've mm -hmm. really grown it in a way that I believe is out of proportion um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when we consider how much meat Americans eat and worldwide how much uh, animal products are consumed. Mm -hmm. And so I see that, you know, they're, they're on the defensive now. They see that plant-based food uh, is on the rise, and they're, they're really taking shots any way they can. Mm -hmm. But to me, uh, I think the science is clear. Um, environmentally, these products are uh, so much better. Um, we put it on our menu, but it's 99% less water, 93% less land, 90% mm -hmm. fewer greenhouse gas emissions, huge mm -hmm. amount of, uh, of less... Um, resources that are invested in the mm -hmm. process to create a plant-based burger versus a That's meat right. patty i mean because even the to, to create you know what we have to what, what has to be done to take care of cattle i mean the amount of water mm -hmm. that that you need and that you use up compared to you know doing fruits and vegetables is just i mean it's not even close and oh, no. yeah and the interesting thing is like when we think about where does meat come from it all starts with plants right mm -hmm. i mean in order to create uh, a t-bone steak you have to start with plants that you mm -hmm. feed to an animal mm -hmm. and it slowly reduces that energy uh, very mm -hmm. inefficiently over a long period of time right. into uh, an animal which in most cases is being confined and is leading a stressed life mm -hmm. and that's gonna reflect mm -hmm. in the, the quality of the meat. So um, I think the more that people learn about the health impacts of eating meat, you know, it's mm -hmm. been related to uh, cardiac disease, the number one killer of humans outside of um, car crashes. Mm -hmm. uh, we got colon cancer that's associated with, with high meat consumption and um, the more we learn about this, the mm -hmm. more people are kind of looking for an alternative mm -hmm. or at least a way to transition towards a plant-based diet. Okay. Um, that in tandem with the environmental devastation that we know is caused by the meat industry, right. uh, growing crops to feed meat often, and then the, the concentrated waste that a, um, a CAFO or a concentrated animal feeding operation will produce mm -hmm. uh, is going to lead people to the conclusion that we just simply can't continue to eat meat the way we have. Um, and why would we when we have uh, a really delicious burger right in front of us? Right. Another colleague uh, has a question online that's asked, um, how important is it to use local source foods, vegetables, non-dairy, et cetera, for your company? You know, very important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's why we work with a company like Dolceza uh, mm -hmm. that's just local makers. And they actually, so we have, um, right now we have a cacao um, that's, that's, uh, coming from them as well as strawberries, which were mm -hmm. harvested and, and used locally. Our mushrooms come from a local supplier. Uh, whenever possible, when we're sourcing our ingredients, it's really important for us to, to support a local um, food system. And that's also part of our mission is to reclaim food sovereignty mm -hmm. uh, and make sure that we can democratize healthy foods for everybody. Um, and, and again, make sure that our local food economy is, is, is thriving. You know, in 2002, I wrote a book that was an appeal to the black church in America called um, uh, just that, an, an appeal to the African church in America, beware of false prophets. But I wasn't sp talking about people. I was talking about money. And I began, I did one survey that looked at the food industry and, mm -hmm. and one chapter was called the politics of food. And in there, I showed how um, the United States Department of Agriculture uh, pretty much kind of succumbed to the meat industry where the majority of the country was more of a plant-based eating country until there was a surplus of soybean. And in order to maximize profit, they were actually dumping soybean in the oceans instead of feeding it to hungry people. 
in order, you know, to be able. And then they realized that if you, if I took the soybean and I gave it to the cows and the chickens and the pigs, that they will grow even faster. So we saw a, a huge shift um, in that. And I think I also shared with you um, that I heard Dick Gregory once say that the, the, the meat industry stole the name meat. Right, right. Um, that you know, it really that the meat used to be the meat of the apple and the and the grape and the kiwi and uh, and yet what they and, and if you eat meat, then you're really eating flesh. So they didn't want to call it flesh anymore; they call it meat, and they took that name from it. So it's funny that the the the, the meat eaters. <laughs> <laughs> who really were flesh eaters are now mad that the the real meat eaters are uh, taking back their name. But uh, so that's, that's absurd. Let me just say about that. That's so funny to me that their <laughs> argument when it comes to uh, legislation and trying to reclaim that name meat and not let plant based companies like Beyond Meat yeah. uh, use the word meat. Um, and, and that has to be about transparency and making it clear to a consumer mm -hmm. as total. I mean, I, I, I think that's nonsense because <laughs> again, like you say, meat and it's clearly labeled plant-based meat. If we want to be real transparent about it, you know, meat should be labeled animal flesh and these products can be labeled plant-based mm -hmm. meat and there's no mm -hmm. problem being clear about it. Well, I think we really have to. And, um, so let's look about your expansion. I know this is your first, uh, first give the address again, where, where you're located. Sure. Yeah, so we're at 833 Wayne Avenue. We're inside of the Whole Foods of Silver Spring okay. in the prepared food section. Okay. Uh, you'll be able to tell by the uh, number of posters advertising this delicious product. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, okay. and uh, we're and right there. Now, is that your um, uh, your logo there? Yes. Or your shirt yeah, there? So if you, those that are watching on uh, Facebook, on our Facebook Live page, but it's a beautiful logo. Um, mm hmm yeah, it's got a it's, it's a burger it's a burger and a planet and a wave and a yin yang and a you know a sunset and a sunrise all kind of woven into the same to the same design. So well, I think that you know one of the the, the things about it is really trying to change behaviors. Um, how how has business been so far? Uh, it's been really wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we first and foremost have to demonstrate that this concept is relevant and that the food is delicious. Mm -hmm. And as, as you experience, you know, it takes a little while to kind of reach the majority of the community. Mm -hmm. um, but the first month of business was super strong. Uh, and then since then, it's just been slowly gaining momentum. Um, and then I'll tell you what, with, with uh, this new year coming out and mm -hmm. everyone making resolutions, uh, and a lot of them have to do with being more plant-based, mm -hmm. We've seen a huge uh, a rise in our, our business, and um, and the movement is just growing every day. Well, so it's, it's very hopeful. Well, like you mentioned, uh, Spike Mendelson, um, uh, you mentioned, is a Washington, D.C.-based chef. That mm -hmm. And you say he's the, pretty much the head chef for, for your food? Yeah, culinary. yeah. So he's one of the founders, and um, and he and his uh, his friend, Mike Coletti, uh, have been working together for a number of years, and they've, they've established... Um, a bunch of fast casual restaurants, mm -hmm. uh, and this is their first endeavor in the plant-based uh, okay. space. And he's best known for, uh, he was a fifth, fifth place finisher in the fourth season of Top Chef, mm -hmm. uh, which aired in 2008 and 2009, and my wife is always watching the Food Network, and I watch it through her because I don't necessarily go and turn on the Food Network. Uh, but when I do, when, when she's watching it, I will. And I don't, we may have even seen that episode and hadn't even paid attention to to that. But I, I'm just glad that um, that we're having more. That there are more and more options now uh, for people because um, you know it's hard sometimes when you you're trying to eat a vegetarian life and uh, a lifestyle rather, and um, and the options sometimes, at least at one time, it was very slim pickings. Absolutely. But definitely in this area, I don't know about other parts of the world, but other parts of the country, it seems like there's a lot more uh, ventures that are that are taking place here. So where would you all like to see yourself? 
Uh, so thinking about our 2020 vision, no mm -hmm. pun intended, um, we want to, uh, really expand the concept because, you know, as I said, um, we see ourselves the same way that you might see a plant or a tree. Mm -hmm. What does it do? It grows and it spreads its seeds and, and has a better impact because the more it's able to, uh, to succeed, then the more, um, benefit it'll be able to provide to the to the environment around okay. it. Oh, that's good. Well, I hope it continues to grow. Um, and you, 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 you the, the the primary product that you all use is the Beyond Meat. Is that that's right? Okay. Yeah. So we use Beyond Meat. We got their sausages now, mm -hmm. and we got their burgers. Okay. Um, and again, that's a phenomenal company. I actually had the privilege of working with the young Beyond Meat in 2013, mm -hmm. and so I got to see the genesis of this company and and the the evolution and development. It's been a wonderful um, journey and a really good thing for the planet and for mm -hmm. people's health. Okay. Um, and I'll also say one thing about our cheese. So I'm wearing the uh, Follow Your Heart cheese. Um, they're our purveyor of, of the cheese and the vegan mayo. Mm -hmm. uh, and they make their way into a, a lot of our sauces. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a company that also has been around for so long and working to provide delicious vegetarian, plant-based, vegan alternatives mm -hmm. um, to cheeses, to sauces um, for, for decades now. Is it a, a, a kosher yeah, I thought I heard right. someone when I was there talk about that. Talk a little bit about that and explain what that is. Sure. For, for we got two minutes, but explain yeah, it to yeah. your to your uh, audience, please. So, um, one of our main priorities is to democratize plant-based foods for everybody. That means the price point has to be accessible, and it also means that we have to be able to serve every single demographic. Mm -hmm. uh, so, it was very important for us that we be certified as a kosher establishment, given that we're in the downtown Silver Spring area, a very diverse cross section of America there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we are the only certified kosher restaurant in downtown Silver Spring. Really? Out of hundreds of restaurants. That is crazy to me. And, wow. and it's a matter of food justice that this food be accessible yeah. to every single population. So wow. um, we're now, about serving the community. And uh, one way we've done that also is we have a Veganuary promotion that our cheeseburgers are half price throughout the month yes. of January. That's oh, about yeah. bringing in oh, yeah. anyone from any income bracket. That's right. Come in and enjoy a delicious cheeseburger. And um, yep. and you know tag us and follow us on social media as well. And real quickly, if someone doesn't know, well, we, we're gonna take a break. I tell you, we'll we'll come back because I want you to define what kosher is for those who sure. may not know. When we come back on the other side, you're listening um, to the Uncle Devin Show here on WOL fourteen fifty AM. Uh, my guest is Jonah Goldman. He's the director of strategic marketing at. Uh, plant Burger, based in Silver Spring, Maryland. And when we come back, we're going to talk about not only the definition of kosher, but how do we relate this to children? And how do we get children to uh, consider eating an alternative uh, lifestyle? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You want to have some fun? Yeah, yeah. You want to learn something too? Yes, we do. Now this is what you do. Tune in to the Uncle Devin's show. Do you want to have some fun? Yeah, yeah. Meet these animals. I mean, it just has never been clearer. Uh, really that, that, you know, meat comes from animals. And yeah, exactly. For me as a child, like yeah. that, I was 10 years old when I became vegetarian mm -hmm. and it wasn't until after I had, uh, I had met these animals that I realized, wait a minute, mm -hmm. you know, meat comes from animals. That's right. And we all love animals, right? Every, <laughs> every time we hear about animals being abused or, mm -hmm. uh, being killed, the immediate reaction is that's, that's horrible. What can I do to stop that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every day we're complicit, you know in in the slaughter of millions of animals you know um, and so i think i would suggest that just through the experience of meeting these animals connecting to them as a kid uh it will really change the way they look at me well i mean you know i went to go see um mr rogers neighborhood the movie with tom hanks and uh didn't realize that uh mr rogers was vegetarian 
and Tom Hanks asked, um, uh, spoiler alert, no, uh, it's not a big spoiler alert, but asked uh, Mr. Rogers, um, he saw him eating just some salad and some rice and beans, and he said, oh, so you're a vegetarian? And he said, you know, I just can't imagine eating anything with a mother. Right. <laughs> you know, and he put it just, and I've heard so many different ways of putting it, but that was even one of the more simplistic ways of putting there that we're talking about living creatures and yeah. that, and that the big, you know, and, and now what I, what I get a lot is, well, what are you going to do about your protein? You know, yeah. you know, how are you going to eat? The, and I always say, well, I do the same thing. The 500 pound gorilla does. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I eat, you know, and most of the meat you eat, don't eat meat. So, yeah. um, so what do they do for their protein? And so we, we can get everything. The, 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 the universe has created, everything we need to be able to survive, um, give us all the nutrients from the plant-based diets that we have. And if we just go back to it um, and recognize it, give the uh, website on where people can go and um, check you out. Yeah. So uh, it's www.plntburger.com. Okay. Um, or you can check us out on Facebook mm -hmm. or Instagram at PLNT burger. Okay. Um, and you know, I think <laughs> I just thought of a, <laughs> A great uh, reminder there to, to plug this movie. If no, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out. It's called The Game Changers. Okay. It's on Netflix. I don't think I've seen um, it. It's a really amazing mind-opening documentary that uh, kind of debunks the myths that we've uh, been taught to believe from the meat industry and from the dairy industry that you mm -hmm. need to have animal protein in, in order to be healthy. Mm -hmm. and, and it kind of like shows the reality, which is that not only do you not need that, but you're mm -hmm. actually going to be much better off as an athlete mm -hmm. in terms of your heart health, in terms of your longevity, if you transition towards a plant-based diet. The strongest man in the world mm -hmm. is a vegan. Mm -hmm. uh, and he shares a great quote. He says, people always come up to me and ask me, uh, how did you get to be strong as an ox without eating any meat? Mm -hmm. And he goes, when have you ever seen an ox eat meat? <laughs> <laughs> like These animals, the most powerful yeah. animals on the planet, the gorillas, yes. the yes. oxen, yes. they don't eat any meat. They're 100% vegetarians. Yes. And, um, so it's just a, it's just, it's an idea. It's a, it's a construct that That's we've right. created, but right. we'll all be better off. Animals would be better off. That's our right. future generate, our kids will be better off. That's right. If we're able to kind of drop this, what yeah. I see as a ridiculous notion. Well, Joan, I want to thank you for spending some time and coming here and also for you all uh, feeding my appetite uh, regularly. I wish you all much success. I hope that we'll stay in contact and as Absolutely. new things come up, we'll, we'll like to share it with the audience. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And to those listening, thank you for taking the time. You could have been anywhere, but you were here with me today. Um, you can check us out every Monday from 12 to 1 here on the Uncle Devin Show, WOL 1450 AM. And as I always say, life is a drum. So beat it.